Stop. I'm, I'm on the chopping block, man. Let's go blow for blow, bro. Let's ask the real questions, man. Vote. Mom, this is, this is, no, this is my day, but I need you there. This is important for me. Three. Take that in as a child from your mom. That's your mom. Two. This episode was more so to open eyes. One. Dear mama, there's no way that we could pay you back. But the plan is to show you that we understand. Well, appreciate it. This is the neighborhood therapist. Rocking with my brother Mike B as always. Yeah, yeah. And this is the Black Man Misunderstood Podcast. Actually ends. Now fuck them casual trends. We going all in. Now welcome to the growth. Keep it brief, this how it goes. Some keep it real, others keep doing the most. Some keep it real, others keep doing the most. Some keep it real, others keep doing the most. Most, 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 most. What's up with it, bro? Not much, bro. It's uh whew. This episode's uh about to bring some stuff out. <laughs> I don't yeah. think a lot of people understand. Well, yeah. a lot of people know. I'm not gonna say understand. I'm gonna say that they know. So this episode is completely unstructured. Um, I talked to Mike B and I was like, "Yo, every episode we have a valid point. We got talking points. You know, we hit on those topics because we really put our mind to it and we think about it." I said, "This episode, let's see what happens when we do it again." So. There's no notes. There's no direction. We just know the title of the episode is Dear Mama. And we will jump right into it. So, Mike, off the top of my head, I'm just going to ask you questions that I guess we don't ask each other as black men. Um, Whether it's just fear of, I don't know, rejection or you just feel like, hey, that's something personal. Don't ask. But how do you really feel? getting to this point and not being able to tell your mom damn you cut me deep early bro (laughs) i'm going to really ask you questions that i know i really want answers me personally i want answers to and that i know is going to help somebody else so i got to and you cut my ass deep last episode (laughs) (laughs) you know what you you ain't never lie but um uh, nah so getting to this point uh without without mom dukes being there and being able to talk to her it, it it it's been it's been very very hard um i don't talk about it a lot but uh it, it's definitely been a, a difficult difficult thing for me to deal with um growing up you know you always think about all right, your mom's going to be there, your father's going to be there, your siblings going to be next to you, standing at the altar and whatnot when it comes to the wedding and everything. And then it's mother-son dance. 
And I've always, when I was little, I always like, oh, me and my mom, we're going to get it. I'm going to get the dance with my mom. Like, and I'm not going to have that opportunity to do it at my wedding. Right. Um, so it, it, it hurts deep. Like, I already, we already know the plan is for me to dance with Keisha at the wedding. Anybody who knows me, if when it comes time for the mother-son dance at the wedding, if you are there, my sister will be dancing with which everyone would probably expect that at this point in time. But it, it, it's, it's hard because, you know, I wanted to be mama. And they just look it over my shoulder and make sure, like, yeah, it's my little bro. He's good, right? But here's the irony about this whole situation. So at my at my old church, um, when we used to put on programs for Mother's Day and and everything, like I, when I was growing up, I used to see all the older kids, the teenagers, the young adults do this dance with their mom. So before my mom died, I actually got the opportunity to dance with my mom. So carrying having that opportunity i i reflect on it and be like all right i dance with my mom i got the opportunity to dance with my mom but at the same time i'm like i'm not gonna have the uh, opportunity to ever do it again mm -hmm. so that everlasting memory is edged in my brain and that's just and that's just only the wedding aspect like when it comes to life my sister has been at every point in time and my mom would have been at every single point like if you to go back and look at it, it's my mom actually missed every major key point in my life of big events. If you think about it, she missed all the graduations, eighth grade, high school, college. She missed my prom. Uh, she missed both my senior days senior night in high school, my senior day in college. Uh, she missed the day I, I proposed. <laughs> like, mm. like all these major events, even the award that I got la uh, last year, she missed that. So, I think I, 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 I think back to it and I'm like, mom was here, she'd have been at every single last event, standing up right next to Keisha, proud, clapping her hand, not not saying, oh, that's my son, because you know my mom was a quiet soul, but mm -hmm. she had a lot of pride in her kids. Mm -hmm. But just co-signing everything Keisha has already said or would have been saying to this day. So it's it's edged in my brain that my mom's not there, but I know she's watching from above. So it, it, it hurts, but, you know, I, I, I got to push through it because I'm still living. And every day on this earth, I'm trying to make her proud. So I respect that. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to two points, two major points that you said. So the first thing was you said she missed all these major events. I don't agree. I feel that she missed them in regards to this realm. This, yes. You know, okay. as far as you know, for you physically being able to touch her, I 100% believe that mom has been there in spirit. I've been I've been to some of those events and I and I get the goosebumps. I felt that. I know you felt that. Amen. Okay. Second thing is, you said the uh, the event 
the award that you won. You got to let listeners know what that award was. That award was a man of perseverance award. And I need you to understand, you just told us why you won that award. Everything you just said to us, you still persevere, bro. From me to you, bro, again, it's different when it comes from me because I've been rocking with you since, like, crooked glasses, my G. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like... It just, you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm giving you your flowers, bro. Like you, I had to ask that question because I never, it's like a, it's like a fear, bro. Like I'm with you all the time, but it's like, damn, you don't, you don't just bring that up. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't, you can't do that. But why? My question is why, why can't you just pull somebody to the side and ask them that type of question? Is it because we feel like it's selfish or, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, that, those are just the type of questions that roam around my head. <laughs> I don't think that it's a it's a selfish question. What I think it is, it's a comfortability question. So so it's like, do I ask my one of my closest friends this deep down, deep down, we know hurts them to the core question is gonna bring out all types of different emotions mm. um and get them into that moment. And I feel like Feel as though with your with your statement is that we shy away from it because we don't want to bring up all those mixed emotions, even though it's probably best for us to have that conversation because it's letting out all those emotions that either being harbored inside or not being brought out healthily. Mm. You get me? Yeah. So I'm a um. I'm going to hit you with another question, and then I want you to hit me with two questions of your own. So a real-life question that I really do sit there and I ponder. Um, you got people that you personally know. I ain't going to say no names because I can spotlight people, i.e. myself. <laughs> you got people that you personally know that do not um, have the best relationship with their moms, but their moms are still alive. Um, that doesn't mean that they don't uh, rock with their moms. It's just that you actually, in real time, watch them get into um, tits with their moms. You get you watch them, uh, you know, lose contact and then regain contact, then lose contact, regain contact. Now, little bro Dean says something uh, powerful. The last episode, you know, the sibling episode. Yeah. He was like, yo, cherish your mom. Because that's, mm. you know what I mean? That, that's real. But I hear him, and I respect everything he's saying, but you, Mike, since you're around it nonstop, because I know in your head, you're, you're already like, yo, dog, just these two people for sure be warm with their mom, right? Yeah. What are your real thoughts, bro? When we, when, when I, I'm going to put myself on the chopping block. When I be telling you that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going yeah. through X, Y, and Z. What are your thoughts? Because you're like, damn, bro. What? Like, you know, is it a damn, bro? Get your shit together, or is it a, oh wow? So, I I tell you this because I think at this point in time, our listeners will kind of understand my way of thinking about things or the way I go about things. So nothing's nothing's ever really just black and white with me. I've always said there's a lot of gray. Mm -hmm. So everybody's situation's a little different, right? Mm -hmm. 
But at the same time, it's not like the said individuals, including yourself, are going around smacking your mom upside their head. No, and of course not. And, and, spew, and spewing this hot fire out into the world. You, you get mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We're not, so, you know, not dragging them, you know, dirty laundry. Not dragging them in the mud and like, yeah. like that's, I think. Regardless that, of what they think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely are not dragging your parents in the mud. Like if 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 you guys brought up your mom, that's a deep conversation between brothers, friends. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to get out and go anywhere. I think to, to be honest with you guys, I don't. I get a little disappointed on how you guys speak on your parents sometimes. Um, but at the same time, I do understand the emotions you guys are going through. So it's like to tell the two coins and I'm like, I just can't bash them for them thinking about their mom in this way or talking about their mom in this moment. That's just how they're feeling and what they're going through. So that that's how I look at you guys' relationship. But but even but even still, like to be honest with you guys, it's if anything were to happen and it was an emergency, y'all drop everything to go do it for your mother. And, and and that's a and that's a complete aspect that people miss. Families are gonna fuss and fight and not agree and disagree. But when it comes to emergencies or times we need to get together, people drop all that and, and get together and go help each other. And, and you guys do that. So you guys have no problem with me. It's just I ask those internal questions to myself, but then realize at the same time what's going on. But if you want to take it to a step further, like other people out that when you expand my circle and I see that, it's it's basically like a slap in the face to me because I've seen individuals yell at their mom, close car doors on their mom because they didn't get their way. And when I try to, t- it, it, this is an example. I try to talk to individuals about it. It completely shut off and tried to shut me out. Like, I could understand you disagreeing with your mom, but when you're doing that in public, mm-hmm. when you're doing that in front of your close friends, mm-hmm. when you when you do something that almost harms the individual, that don't sell well with me. I can't. I can't keep my mouth quiet on stuff like that. No way. Because if my mom was here, that would never happen. I'm not yelling at my mom for no. Oh, not yet. Well, actually, no. I don't think I would ever yell at my mom because that's not me. I'm not going to yell at my mom. No, I, I would never yell at my mom. And plus, my mom was such a quiet person. My mom would yell at me more than I would even think to even do that when I was younger. Like, when my mom, the crazy thing is, when my mom yelled and and, and and was barking at people. I sh- sit down and shut up. There's no talking. Because mm. my mom was that quiet soul you knew had power, but you crossed the wrong and, and brought out that side, you in for a rude awakening. So when I see the disrespect of a mother and you don't know all the full, but you also got to know the full context, right? Yeah, or get absolutely. the gist. 
or get the gist of what's going on. What people in my immediate circle, I understand the whole picture. So I know what's going on, but I know how they truly feel about their mother. Like, it's not like you you will like you get married, you're not on talking terms. You're not you're not not inviting your mom. Your mom's coming. And you gonna at some point y'all gonna have to chalk it up and, and, and get it settled. Be like, mom, this is this is no, this is my day, but I need you there. This is important for me. Mm-hmm. And I know any other individual in my immediate circle will do that. Like, because be frank, a lot of people. It's funny to me. A lot of people in my circle don't have a really don't have a good relationship with their mom. But it's not to the point where they're not talking to their mom or drop everything to go help their mom. Mm-hmm. Hey, so that that's funny that you brought it up. And I actually never really thought about it until you asked that question. Like I thought about those those decisions, uh, choices, the words that you're saying about them. But I never actually thought and looked at my circle and be like, yo. Why everybody talk to their mom like that? But but it kind of makes sense though that I'm I was level headed with those situations. And Always. only when and, and when it gets to the crazy points that I was saying earlier, physical, yelling in public, doing it in public, in front of friends, those were the only times that I spoke out. Because what what goes between you and your mother? That's for you and your mother to deal with. That ain't for the world. That ain't for the world. And I don't think people understand that. So, that's, that, that those those is to answer your questions, bro. Okay, I'm I'm on the chopping block, man. Let's go blow for blow, bro. Let's ask the real questions, man. All right, real question, real question, right. bro. And this is and now this is a, this is a question I actually thought about. Oh wow! So, with the situation of your household while growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Your sisters alluded to it in in the previous episode. Previous episode, did you hold your mom as the number one issue to why there? I wouldn't say there was there wasn't stability in your home, mm-hmm. but for let's just say fluctuation of how the household structure was at home for you. Um, so I think there's a um, misconception with me. Um, a lot of people that have been inside our home have seen um, the ups and the downs, right? Mm-hmm. But because me and my sisters are so private about our mom, because believe it or not, a lot of people don't really know the true story about, you know, what has gone on in there. And we keep it like that on purpose. So it may look how it looked to people, but honestly speaking to us, it was always stable. Even in the, I know that, you know, personal stories, you've seen actual things go down. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Things that are not supposed to be normal, as they say, air quotes. Um, in homes and in a healthy household and things like that. But to us, because we um are so seasoned, and mm-hmm. I feel like we've we've become so comfortable being uncomfortable. It it's stable to us because the stability to and I don't want to speak for my sisters, but stability to me 
is is the person providing and are y'all eating and is the person showing love i never not saw any of that from my mom so anything that was anything outside of that that was going on around me i always chalked it up to that this is this is a product of where i live not the house Mm. my environment you see what i'm saying because the people that you see you know whether it's coming to the doorstep or interacting with us was our environment so yes that had a direct effect on what was happening inside the household but for me to sit here and say well mama you know you think you could do this better like bro i have conversations all the time with my wife and i'm just like yo, i don't understand like i be literally thinking about like prom case in point bro prom we shared a car with jp we rented a car Got this, I got this whole tuck, you know what I'm saying, from down the hill, mm-hmm. all, this whole spill. My, mama paid for the actual, um, you know, I think you got to pay the ticket for prom and things like that. Bro, how? Mother was barely making it. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to tell my mama business things like that, but like to me, I'm just like, it's so profound. I'm like, yo, this to me, this wasn't cheap. This wasn't cheap. How did she pull this off? You see what I'm saying? It's just her. She got three kids. How is she pulling this off? My sisters want to go on field trips. That costs money. But she pulling together money, still paying rent, still making ends meet, and got time to, here, here's money to go to prom and things like that. Now, granted, yes, I was working, but I was working on and off. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So... To, like I said, to me, the stability, it, it's always been stable because if I wasn't stable, I wouldn't have gotten this far. She always um, enlisted life into us. She always um, preached, there's a better way. You know, you need to be greater than your parent. And that's just what it is. And she was always, that's something she always stood on. She was like, I don't care what you see in this household, you will be greater than me. That was my purpose for having you. Mm. You see, see what I'm saying? Yo, that's and that that's that's a very deep point because now I asked that question. No one, no one, no one. Some of the some of the stories, not everything, of course. You know, we don't we don't have to tell everything to the world. But you know, it's just I asked that question to basically get the mindset to see: is it really was it really? mom dukes or was there some other outlying factor which you just said it was the environment which makes total sense to me makes total sense to me um hey (laughs) that happens sometimes you just gotta grow up where you can grow up let let me take it realize that yeah bro i'm I'm gonna take it a step further man i'm I'm gonna just go i'm gonna jump all the way out the window on this one and you can choose to rope me in or you can just let me skydive into the ocean, bro. Oh, Lord. Okay. Listen. It was so stable that my mother preached the fact that you need to protect women at all costs. So that anytime I would see somebody, you know, on the street, I don't care if she knew them since childhood. If they respond to her inactively, bro, I was ready to end them. You see what I'm saying? And people, people, 
Listen, bro. I'm 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 gonna be honest with you, bro. You know, again, the laws. Of, what is it? Um, laws of statue. They they're gone. <laughs> okay, it's been it's been ten years. Okay, I'm That's not dry snitching either, though. But listen, there have been multiple times because of my environment, the way I was raised, where I thought protecting my mom meant um putting you in the ground because you chose to speak to her so you, you see what i'm saying yeah man but i appreciate my environment and i also appreciate my mom for that because that comes full circle from the teachings that she gave me and it also came full circle from me being outside and them being like yo we know you we know mamas be tripping bro but don't let nobody disrespect your mom i i I couldn't have you see what i'm saying i couldn't really take that in as a child from your mom that's your mom you're like okay don't let nobody harm you don't let nobody okay mom but when you go in the streets and you those those you know as a kid you looking up to those guys and the rappers (laughs) and athletes and you know eventually the malcolm x's and things like that eventually uh-huh. But when you see all of that and those people are preaching, mom is the greatest. Don't violate mom. If somebody try to cross mom, you got to do X, Y, and Z. And then remember, you topped that on top of the music I was listening to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I became this. Explosive. Yeah, I became this explosive person that I was like, I wish you would say something out of pocket to my mother. Like, watch your mouth. You see what I'm saying? The funny but, thing is, you still like that to this day, though. I am, but it, now I got to be candid because I don't want to be a hypocrite. Yeah. Even though I've become this explosive person, yo, watch how you speak to my mom. Watch how you making my mom feel and stuff like that. On that, I've in a way turned around and I become that person to my mom. Now I don't speak crazy to my mom. Like I don't do it anymore. I don't have time for it. Like as a kid, I was just man, mom, whatever, out the window. Remember because mm-hmm. she had she had the lock on the door, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but now, but but now it's kind of like a um to get to, from my place of peace for me to get to a place of peace. I'm like you know I just can't I can't respond to her, and I, in a way I kind of feel like I'm part of uh you know you you get to little moments where you feel like you're a part of the reason. Or why your parents feel a type of way and things like that. And we don't know for sure unless we ask. But like the shit gets real, bro. They we don't talk about the dynamic of the black man and the single mom. Especially if you're the only son. Facts. It's it's different, bro. The dynamic is different because as the only son, I feel like it's my duty to protect my mom. Even though I got a whole wife at home. You're supposed to leave your mom. And cling to your wife, but there's still moments where I just be like, "Yo, y'all got me fucked up." Like y'all know it's nothing for me to take a a, a flight and beat your motherfucking ass, right? Watch how you speaking to my mother. Like I'm still like that, bro. But I have to be careful. <laughs> my, you gotta, you gotta. People gotta understand. Once you hit a certain age, your mom is grown, and you should always protect your mom. You should always be there for your mom. But our moms got to make decisions for themselves. And you got to allow them to do that. You are not their father. That's something my mom used to do. Boy, you're not my father. I'm like, all right, I hate you. 
<laughs> and people, people don't understand. My mother is full blooded Guyanese. Like you'll never know that because she's so Americanized. But my mother is like full blooded. It comes out. And I just, you know, it's not that I'm trying to be her father. It's like I'm your son. I'm 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 not going, I'm not tolerating disrespect. But then how can you say I'm not tolerating disrespect when there's certain things you do as a son that can be viewed as disrespectful? So, bro, it's really it's really a mental health thing, man. People that I'm trying to tell yeah. you, bro, go seek therapy, bro. That's for everybody, fam, because there's things we, yeah, do, man. we don't think about that, man. That's a, that's an unconscious oh. thing. That's something I had to learn along the process. Yeah, man. Definitely. Definitely. Oof. That first question from me is a doozy. <laughs> Come on, man. Hit me with it, man. Oh, man. All right. So, wow. Huh. That question, that makes a whole lot of sense. And so, and you said a, you said a couple of things there. Um, about protecting your mom, you know, that's, that's, that is a code in the hood that I think is now changing. It's weird, right? Right? It's weird. Because we, we knew mom, mom Dukes was off limits, right? Or when people try to come check your mother, your mother was already... I'm talking about this. This is anybody motherhood at this point. Your mom was re- already ready to like, excuse me. He lives here, but you ain't coming in this house right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. And yeah, I feel yeah, like talk that shit, bro. I feel like we've this this new this new generation lost that respect. People not respected nobody no more. Oh, you talking greasy to me? I'm coming to your house. I'm gonna clap your mom. As soon as she opened the door, no questions asked. Bang bang. It's it, it, it's it's so it's so weird. So me bringing that up, my question to you is: How are we supposed to feel our generation, right? Mm-hmm. When we have kids, or if we already have kids, and a situation happens, or a situation comes up that way. How are we supposed to deal with it in this day and age? The mother, <laughs> right? I'm just asking you this question because that, that, that's, that's crazy to me how it switched. I'm not going to be careful when I answer this because I know that the listeners don't want careful from me. They want honesty. They want truth. But I'm warning you you're not going to like this answer, okay? I am training my children the way that I have lived, only in the aspect of protection, okay? It's not up to you. I don't care how you feel the way that I'm going to train my children. I'm doing it regardless. If they get into a tizzy, I'm going to call it a tizzy at school, Mm -hmm. and a kid says, you know what? I'm tired of you. I'm going to be at your house at this time. I'm going to blow your mom down. Cool. My kids are already going to be instructed and taught how to use a firearm. Yeah, I'm taking it there. And if Mm. your child 
knocks on my door and got that same energy and they show any signs of a weapon, my child is to protect their household. That goes for strangers, anything. And now I'm, 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 I need people to be understood. Okay, I'm in Texas, so that means I had to properly get trained on how to use firearms. That don't mean we just squeeze in the squeeze. You have to identify who are you? What are you here for? Are you trespassing or do you come in peace? Identify. Okay. When the person identifies, they better be identifying as, oh, I was just playing. I came here to apologize. But if you come in trying to kick doors into things like that, I don't care how old you are. My child has been instructed to protect this. You remember Ray Lewis back in the day, Under Armour? We must protect this house. <laughs> Yo, that was such a classic. But yeah. Yo, I'm dead serious, Mike. I am yeah. instructing my children to protect this house. Don't worry about them consequences. I, your father, will deal with that. If I'm not home, protect this house. Okay. So let me speak to that, that the, the really what you want to talk about, man. If somebody is threatening to come for our mom because it's a new generation, bro, people got to understand the people that came before you were savages before you. To my young brothers, my young sisters, yeah, yeah, young savages. Like I saw that video, um, when, I think it was in New York and she, uh, she ran up the stairs and was just slapping the shit out the girl mama. She had, she had beef with the daughter, but the mm. kid went and found the mom and was slapping the shit out of it. Boom, this your mama, right? Boom, this your mama, right? Fuck this shit. Boom, boom. And I'm like, at first, the savage in me was like, yo, that's wow. And I'm laughing to myself. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. But when I thought about that shit in hindsight bias, I was like, yo, they're going to have to kill her. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because I'd be damned if I find out somebody walked up into my house, bro. Well, no, it's not my house, but you know, where my mama live at. And somebody bang my line and be like, yeah, bro, uh, you know, we, we we at your mom's right now, bro. Her face all bloody and bruised because such and such who, who you was beefing with back in the day took it upon himself. He couldn't get to you because you in Texas. He slapped your mama and stuff like that. Say less, bro. You got me fucked up. Mm. It's so it's it's always on site with that. I And I, I'm, I'm not mincing my words. I, I understand I'm a professional. I understand it's a lot to lose and stuff. But let's be real about that. At the end of the day, my mama is always my mama. You better fucking not. Mm -hmm. I will bring harm to your whole life. But the thing about it is, bro, it's only a certain amount of people in the world like that, bro, that will really take it there. You know what I'm saying? Because when I grew up, bro, you know, me and my cousin, I ain't going to say his name on here. You know, we had a whole situation, bro, where we was beefing with somebody and they took us as far to walk in the house where, you know, his daughter lived and they they did they they violated shot the whole house up you know what i'm saying daughter mm -hmm. mom all, you know what i mean all these people that was in there and i'm like yo like we gotta respond to that we have to respond to that you just a, a whole family i'm not gonna take it no further than that but i'm just telling you there are real life situations out here in these streets and Y'all youngins are taking it too far. You ain't never really been in a war until you start hurting children and moms. Because we, the way we grew up, bro, like you said, moms was off limits. Kids was off limits. Everybody else is fair game. You see what I'm saying? 
Really, the mm-hmm. and back in the day, how you get back at somebody if it's you know if it's man versus man beef, you see if he got a sister and you try to you try to get his sister, you try to lovey dovey on his sister. You're not trying to rape the young lady. You're trying to like you know make him feel bad. Like ah, I had sex with your sister, bro. Now do something. You're trying to make the sister fall in love with you, make him feel bad. That's you know that's how far we. Not to say we was it wasn't some savages around. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, this has gone way too far bro the fact that you even bringing that up you of all people mike bringing that up blows my mind because i'm like yo mike wasn't nowhere near none of that bullshit none of it you know what i'm saying it's, that's that's my world bro those are my trenches i like bro i've actually seen motherfuckers walk upstairs yeah it's that motherfucking mom right here right and I, and i gotta grab him like yo no we're not doing that not in front of me anyway what the fuck what you doing i'm not there we're not doing that in front of me. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it's supposed to be a code, and that code has been broken, man. And I just don't understand these young bucks. And, and it's like, I, I get it, though, man. Where's the guidance? Who really mm-hmm. failed them? Was it us? Or was it our fathers? Was it our mm-hmm. grandfathers? I don't know. I don't have those answers, bro. But yes, I, I see it, and I'm not feeling it. But answering your original question, what am I going to do? I just told you, I'm going to train my child up to protect the home. And I don't care what that, you know, what comes from that. They protect the home. It ain't got to be gunplay. It'll be handwork, knife work, whatever. But they will defend that home. And, and they'll get mm-hmm. it twisted. To, to be honest with you, you'll be a dumb fuck to come into that house anyway, because my wife I'll go. And she, so so the, the worst part about it, bro, keep game. The worst part about it is I've already tr- given my wife you see, they go that tactics word again. See, mercenary. <laughs> I've given my wife the tactics that she needs to survive. And she's so cold that when she harm you, she's a nurse. She got a caring heart. She's going to pat you up. You're going to be sick. <laughs> She got the turn kit ready. She got the turn kit ready. You're you going to be sitting there in pain and she's still going to take the time. Even though you was there to harm her and she's going to there you go. Let me wrap that up for you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But you got to sit there until the police get here. Because if my husband get here, you're not going to make it out of here. So y'all need you to just sit there and bleed for a little bit. <laughs> I, I stopped the bleeding, but it's still going to hurt. I just need you to sit there, though. Don't try to do anything else. Because my husband not going to play with you. And my kids, they're like my husband. So please, just sit there. Because, bro, I'm telling you right now, I'm calling it. The only caring heart in that house is going to be my wife. Cause my kids gonna be on ten, bro. <laughs> they come like, Uncle Mike, how are you? They gonna punch you right in your stomach, bro. <laughs> they better die. I will flip them upside down and beat them. <laughs> Yo, they gonna be on ten, bro. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Mm-hmm. But now I appreciate the take, though. I really do appreciate the tape. Yeah, it's so, it's it's foul. It's foul in these streets, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Where do we go to next, bro? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, we gotta we gotta give them a real show because we, you know, we're doing the whole full access now. So only so much will make it. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's only right that we go super deep this last run through. Mm-hmm. And then this super deep right here will only make it for the full access. Like it's like they're unlocking the hidden characters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. 
Yeah, man, I understood, understood, understood over here. So it got to be something like really, really profound on top of the head, man. Why do we have so many black single moms in the hood? Whew. You know me, I got a couple of reasons listed. <laughs> Number one, the, yes, it's the word I'm going to use. The hate that the black community has lived through over the decades. All right. I'm not saying everyone didn't make it through, but there has been a war on the black community. So let me delve down into that. So in in history, during slavery times, we know the way that these slave owners destroyed the black families of the slaves was to separate the family, one. Two, humiliate the father in front of the family. Um, basically creating weak, I hate saying it, but weak-minded men, which um what's the word i'm looking for that it's that teaching that um misery that mindset was embedded brainwashing embedded into our blood so it's been passed down from generation to generation now not everybody has it Mm -mm. but it's there so that's one thing that the weak mindedness so when times get tough Dude's like, oh, I'm out. I don't need this. You can have the kids. I'm gone. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Second thing is for the strong-minded men, they just snuffed us out left and right. They just took us out. Every, Every new decade, every new generation, they found a new way to do it. Slavery, beat him till he die. Jim Crow, we lynching him. War on drugs. Oh, if we're not shooting them on the street, we putting them in jail. Mm-hmm. And even more so now, you got the Eric Garners of the world. That's some peace. So that's how I look at it. It's it's just different ways of trying to snuff out the black man. That's that's really that's really that's really why we have all these single mothers out there. All these different aspects all fed into the single mother of the black community. That's what fed into it. Actually, to be honest with you, it's the single mother of the black and brown community because if people actually do their history, yeah, they black too. So stop playing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's why. That's why I never say black and brown. Um, I'm really, yeah, I don't, just, I don't, you're, you're black. I don't, it's, it, it's cool how you feel, how you feel. You want to, oh, brown, proud, brown, proud, but it's like, let's keep, keep it G, bro. You black. Like, that's why I don't say, that's why I don't take it there. I don't even. We just have it. different shades. Yeah. Uh, you know. Man, I can line up, I, bro. I, it's crazy. I can line up my family and you can see someone of every damn hue from mm-hmm. light to dark. Mm-hmm. Come on now. But that's that. But that's no hint there. Back to the original question. 
But yeah, no, seriously, all those things funnel into making our fa- the family dynamic in black homes different. So you have the weak-minded men that got passed down and be like, oh, I'm giving up. I don't know if I can deal with this. Leave their mu- um, wives, baby mamas, girlfriends, whatever alone to live and fend for their kids. Then you have a black man being snuffed out in the community, being put into jails, not getting out. The kids all grown. The kids don't have no respect for them. They don't know what a real father what what a real father is. They don't have a real example. So it gets passed down the next generation also. So it's it's all these different aspects that lead to the single mom population, right? Mm. But I would like to say this though. There are those strong-minded individuals, especially, and I'm I'm I think I'm more so talking about our generations that I've seen. Even if them and their mom is not together, these days, I'm starting to see more black dads with their kids. Mm. But we don't talk about it. We don't because they don't want the world to know that. A black man is doing a great job raising his kids. Look, it took man. Sh- it took man. Shout out, shout out to JP, man. Fuck that. Yo, JP holding it down. Everything that he does, he does for his girls. And if and 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 the, and the reason I, I appreciate JP is because he ain't putting the money before his daughters. Mm-mm. And let's say if there's a conflict, he's going to look for the best situation for his daughters before he make a move. JP don't JP don't rock like that, man. Like JP can get called on the house. He'd be like, yo, hold on. Let me see what's the situation with my daughters first. I got to make sure that they're good. They're okay. And that's when JP talk to his mom, see if his mom could do it. Talk to baby mama, of course, to see if she can do it. Talk to Derek to talk to her parents to see if they can do it. And then reach out to sisters, cousins, friends. Shoot, JP called me. Hey, yo, Mike, can you help me out? Of course, man. Will you do this? Of course. I got you. Any day of the week. And anybody's trying to do right by their daughters. Okay in my books. Especially, especially if you black man. Because they don't try to be giving us credit out here. Mm. Anything you could think of off the top of your head, man, that you need to address for mamas? Mamas. <sighs> Dear mamas, for the, some of you, this ain't all of you, stop babying your sons. <laughs> I, I, yo, bro, I'm I'm dead serious, yo. Stop babying your sons, man. Oh, God, bro. <laughs> because that's another reason why we making some I hate saying it, but worthless men out here, bro. Mm. They want it to be weighted on hand and foot, man. Spicy. Go ahead, bro. I'm about to pull out the Christian bag real quick, man. I'm about to pull out the Christian bag. So yeah, I know I was on this live earlier, earlier this. Earlier this year, 
And I was talking about conversation and the scripture was brought up. I believe it's Ephesians chapter five, verse 22 to 33. Oh, Lord. And, and, and basically the gist of this passage that people don't realize the gist of this passage is speaking on speaking on hmm, speaking on how a man is the leader of his household and a wife basically submitting to their husband and i know i know women don't like don't like to hear the word submit but it's because people only take part of the passage and run with it instead of actually giving you the full understanding of it so now the reason why i brought that up is mothers if you babying your son you're not teaching them to be a leader of his household now let me get let, let me get to let me get to this point real quick now when i say a leader a leader don't lead by talking and telling people what to do a leader a real true leader leads by example so when I got asked that question, I said, I'd rather lead by example, meaning I don't like barking at orders. So when people say, are you the leader of your household? If you're not leading by example, and if you're not willing to do anything that you ask someone else to do in your household, you ain't no real leader, bro. So mama, stop babying your sons because they're not going to be real leaders in the household if they're going to be weighted hand and foot. Look, I'm not saying every man should cook but they should be able to know how to cook any man don't know how to live on his own toss that to the wayside bro because if you expect your lady to do everything for you you ain't a real you ain't a real leader hands down and if you christian you ain't following that scripture to the right the right way bro because in my book a leader is an example and a servant first before they before they bark orders Man, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm not following that up. <laughs> you crazy? No, I'm good. Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-mm. Well, I guess the only beef I got with that is you said um, they're not a Christian if they're not following that. And I think you're right. I think you're not a follow the anointed one, though. But, you know, we'll get into that argument again later. Oh, <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, bro. You know what I mean by that. <laughs> Damn, man. That 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 you dropped a bomb on that one, man. I don't even know where to go from there. I mean, that's real. It's we know we know a few. We know a few. They they're not around us, but we know a few. Um, we also gotta speak about them young boys that take advantage of their mom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You know your Definitely. mama do this, this, and that. So well, I'm gonna do it because my mama take care of it. You telling your girl, "Oh, don't worry about it. You ain't gonna do X, Y, and Z." My mama take care. I'm like, yo, that's weird, bro. That's incest, is it not? Well, I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, in that in that same passage that I said, mm-hmm. the line is also in there about leaving. Mm-hmm. And cleaving to your wife, bro. Yeah. Come on now. That passage is also in there. You're supposed to leave your family. It didn't say forget about them. It didn't say not love them. But you're supposed to lead your 
leave your family that you can lead yours. And to my independent women out there, I know y'all over here going saying, oh, why he got to be the leader? Why he got to do this, this, and that? Look, in the scriptures, and basically, if you actually just look at how how we're how we were made and created, it also directs the man to love his wife. Mm. All right, it's t- that's a command for us. We have to love our wife because we have to learn to love our wife. For you guys to love us, it's easy for you guys. It's easy. It's easy off the rip. That's why you guys are always so nurturing and and bringing up the kids. I'm not trying to go into traditional traditional aspects of mother, father, and all this good stuff. But it's just what is. Like if you do studies, it don't matter if you are part of L T B Q community. Or just the a cisgender woman or man, you you you'll see that these traits don't really change much. These traits really don't change much. Females are very nurturing, hands down. So, to my independent women, it's not saying that you you you. You can't do the things in your household that you need to do. Every marriage is different. So you have to find what works for you. All right? That's just my tidbit on that. But go back. Yeah, man. It, it, it's Don't take advantage of your mom. And sons don't maybe your mom. And then, to add to that, moms, don't berate your daughters because they're not doing everything that you... <laughs> You did, or you want them to do? Oh shit! Fuck that! I'm gonna go in. Go ahead, bro. (laughs) I lined it up. Go ahead, mamas. He spoke about the son. No problem. Let's spoke. Let's speak about the unspoken war. Do not be jealous of your daughter because she's young. She's pretty, she's getting the attention, and she's doing the things that you didn't get to do, or she's doing it better than you did at your age. That was the point of having her. I'm, it's something that I noticed as a man. I noticed that occasionally, from time to time, I catch the mama rolling her eyes at her daughter. Mm. Like little girl, you ain't all that. Like it's 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 not a I hate you. It's a slight. Oh, who she thinks she is? I think that's just a woman thing. But again, I'm not. I'm a man. I don't understand that. I'm never will understand a woman. Let me be perfectly clear. But we'll try I to. do. Yeah, yeah. I'm good on that. <laughs> but I do notice that. I do notice that a lot of mothers. It's like an unspoken war, man. It's like, what do you? Why do you have a problem with your child excelling? And, and it's not all the time. It's like a maybe 5% of the 100%. But it's there. And it's unspoken. Because I really don't think that fathers and sons have that issue. Because when a son do something great, you like, hell yeah, yeah, boy, that's me, yeah. You lit. 
but sometimes I see with the mothers, they kind of like look at them and they be like, like I've actually seen uh, women that were raised in a single parent household that uh, successfully get married, right? Their, their version of success anyway, they will get married, they will have a daughter, the father will stay, the father will be in their life and they will low key be jealous of the daughter because the daughter now has a mom and a dad, something that she never had. Mm. Bro, it's so profound, bro. I, I really be seeing this stuff. So we got to throw that out there too. So I got for that. Yeesh. Another deep, profound, 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 profound point. Now this, this episode is called Dear Mama, right? We not, it's not an episode about bashing mamas. Mm-hmm. It's just about us speaking on what we see and what we would like to, like our communities to do better, right? Even though we touched on some of our our, our past experiences, some of our past traumas with our parent, from uh, with our mother, um, this episode was more so to open eyes, to to get you to speak on things that you wouldn't have spoke on before, um. To understand other people's point of views, to to take a deeper look inside with your relationship with your mother, and actually think, am I honoring her the way I should? Is our relation healthy? Do I do I need some time to figure stuff out on my own to understand why we work the way we do? Just ask those questions and develop a better relation and you develop a better relationship with your mother, man. Just think about just think about it like this. There's individuals like me who will not have that opportunity to even question my mom on certain things. It's that was all taken away. So I'm never gonna have that moment to think back and be like, am I honoring my mom? Even though I do still think about it because even with her not being here, she is not here physically, but she is here spiritually and around me and my siblings, like the neighborhood therapist has said earlier. So, guys, just take the moment. Appreciate your mom. And if she's still living, give her her flowers now. Don't wait. Give her her flowers now and always give her her flowers. Don't don't it don't have to be Mother's Day. It don't have to be her birthday. It just be a normal day. Be like, yo, mom, I appreciate everything that you've done and everything that you continue to do. And then if you have that issue with your mom, mom, we need to sit down and talk and get this get this settled. Because I don't like this uneasy feeling between us. Hmm. Have anything to add, bro? Yeah, absolutely. Um we're gonna go ahead and head into our marketing and mental health but we're going to do it a little bit differently. Um, so since this is Dear Mama, I need you to pin a verbal letter to your mom as we sign off. Start it off with Dear Mama. I have to do a, ver- a verbal letter right now? A verbal letter to your mom signing off right now. Nah. Dear Mama. I know you physically haven't been here over the last over the last 15 to 17 years. 
but I hope I'm making you proud. Uh, I'll do my best to honor you in everything that I do and everything that I've touched. Um, I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to see you one day, I'm trying to join you up there. And um, I couldn't ask for a better mother. The short little time that I had you, the impact that you had on me will never go away. Love you, mom. Mike. That's respect. That's love, man. I appreciate you for that. Of course, bro. I just, um, I wanted you to get that out, man, because um, I'm around you a lot, bro, and you don't speak on it enough. So, you know, I just feel like that will help. So, yeah, man. The share in that solidarity, I'm going to do mine. All right. So, dear mama, I know I act the fool, but I'll be gone till November. I got, no, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> All seriousness, dear mama, for real, for real, I know I act the fool, but you have taught me extremely well. You have raised somebody that is a young man going on 84. But that's a wonderful thing because I have years and years of wisdom that my peers cannot tap into because I was raised by you. That's saying a lot. Not too many people that could say, oh, I'm Lily P's daughter. Lily P's son. That carries weight. No matter what they tell you. You are beautiful. You are God's creation. You are everything. And it don't matter what you're thinking and what you're assuming. Your son loves you. I will die for you. And I have no problem bringing harm to somebody that tried to violate you. Because you taught your son not to mince his words, say what he mean, and mean what he say. Ten toes down. And only you could do that. So I appreciate you. I don't know how you made the mills happen, but you did. I don't know how you kept a roof over our head, but you did. I appreciate you for raising those sisters of mine, as rambunctious as they are, as outgoing as they are. I appreciate you for them. Because now I can raise a daughter up and they got two popping role models to look at. And then you being the real model, the originator, spreading that love to my sisters so that they can go from being role models to being real models. And now my daughter got three real models to look at. I appreciate you. I love you. I cherish you. And the neighborhood therapist is you. Love you. Respect. Respect, bro. Hmm. To, to the listeners, we appreciate y'all rocking with us, listening to us. All this time, season season two has been an eye-opening experience for the both of us. 
Uh, we talk about it all the time. Uh, and we don't do this to, to, to make money. We don't do this to... For you know to be rich and famous like people like to say, I think we do this because we want to help educate and help show that brothers from certain from certain circumstance can do their thing and not have to sit in that same circumstance all day life, and that you can do it too. You have the power, you have the ability, and, and you have the wherewithal to do it so thank you for listening continue listening this might be checking out i don't know if the therapist got something to say to add on to that but i'm gonna just say i'll see y'all next week Devon, <laughs> <laughs> live long be blessed Kiko got them beats baby